With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply just want to soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Sunscape Resorts and Spas and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. You guys, have you heard about Squarespace? You must have, because I talk about it all the time. Their website has helped me with my businesses, but it will also help you grow your business. And it really does take the guesswork out of building a website. They have so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of our favorite product features is the Fluid Engine. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with a best-in-class website template and then customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. Stretch your imagination online with Fluid Engine, built in and ready to go on any new Squarespace site. Go to squarespace.com slash drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This summer, own your style with Macy's, whether packing for a destination vacation or planning a backyard staycation, Macy's has all that you need. Shop brands like Levi's, Dolce Vita, Lacoste, and more. Macy's has all of your summer must-haves. Summer dresses, matched sets, volume sleeve tops, espadrilles, mm. wedges, straw-crafted bags, bathing suits, and so much more. Oh my gosh, the free-for-all. Shop at Macy's.com slash style. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant makes navigation a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while you're on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. First of all, you don't know me. <laughs> We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl, drama girl. cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens, smart girl, rough girl, fashion but you're tough girl, you could sit with us girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens, drama, drama queens, drama queens. Guys, Ooh, welcome back to... Such an emotional episode. Season 4, episode 10, Songs to Love and Die By. It originally aired December 6th, 2006. It was like kind of the first time we mentioned the holidays also, which was cute inside mm-hmm. of a sad container. <laughs> Lucas receives <laughs> an unlikely container. You and your containers. He is supposedly dead. 
You know I love a container. <laughs> Haley's life and the life of her unborn child are threatened when she experiences serious complications with her pregnancy, yet because she got viciously hit by a car. Mm. That's not in the synopsis, but it feels important to say. And Nathan wrestles with the guilt and consequences of his dealings with Dante. Dan tries to make amends for Keith's murder, and Peyton and Brooke try to patch up their differences. Woo! I loved this episode. This is one another one of those that made me love our show so much. I don't know. I don't know. There was some shit I didn't like. (laughs) Well, yes. I mean, absolutely. There's a couple of scenes I would like to set fire to. But the episode (laughs) itself. Yes. If we could have had control and like, because by this point for our friends at home, you've probably heard us talk about how there was always something that wound up getting cut. Mm -hmm. Like really important parts of scenes, really important scenes because our episodes were always a little overwritten. Massive. And then we would lose stuff that was so good and yeah there were there were two scenes i would have loved to throw on the cutting room floor and burn <laughs> yeah, for you. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. just made the cut I, geez, it's almost like it was about somebody's ego <laughs> but the episode <laughs> itself was beautiful and like there was really something about the way that having keith having this mm-hmm. you know world between worlds for keith and lucas created a space to really talk about the things these kids have been learning over these mm-hmm. first four years. And, you know, we talked about how in the last episode, it felt like the the pilot was inside of, of 409. Yeah. And now here we are in 410 and we're really talking about like what we've learned, how we show up, who we all want the be. seasons, all the episodes. Oh. And yes. I thought it was really beautiful. And I thought, I mean, a, what a dream to have Craig Sheffer back. Mm-hmm. God, Craig and Chad are so good together in this episode. It's so real. He does such a nice job leading this episode because Chad does vulnerability really well. He does sort of that lost little boy really well. You're endeared to him. Mm -hmm. Um, He... He, I don't know if he was working out or what, but he looked like his skin was glowing. He looked really Mm -hmm. great in this episode in particular too. Um, And he just really opened up like it was so nice to see him as an actor and lucas just kind of unzip the the chest cavity and open up the heart and be like okay here i am i'm i'm ready to explore all of this Mm -hmm. um which definitely wasn't easy for lucas to have to walk through all those things and um Mm -hmm. but i loved it we needed that we needed that as a guide and it feels like we get back to who lucas was in the beginning yeah you know the we talked a lot like in season one about how the writers swung him into like bad boy, like being oh, close yeah. with girls. Like yeah. they, they did all this stuff that, you know, knowing who our writers were made us all pretty uncomfortable. Like, oh, wow, we didn't even realize what was being modeled for teenage boys. <laughs> and now it's like we're coming home. He feels familiar. Yeah. And, and he's been growing back into this person, obviously, for such a long time. But it's cool that the contrast it's almost like they realized who he oh, is. It's all the emo and they, stuff. And they let him go back there. Yeah. yeah it's like it's emotional stuff is what works so beautifully. Yes. We catch so much because we're not like, Lucas, Lucas, Lucas. I get DMs all the time. I got DMs this morning from some chick that was just like, you don't talk about Lucas enough. To be clear, Lucas in this phase of bouncing between chicks and changing his mind who he's in love with is not 
ideal. It's not interesting. But if Lucas were vulnerable with these yes. girls, the way he is with his mom and the way he is mm. with Keith, oh yeah. my God, he would be yes. just so insatiable. Like, like it, he would be so hot if he could talk to Brooke this way. And that was Brooke's whole thing. She's like, you don't let me in. I know it's in there somewhere. The audience gets to see you do it with other people. I don't get to see you do it. It's sexy. Honestly, this kind of made me wish that Lucas and Peyton had not had that kiss at the state championship game. That that moment she walked away, it would have just... Because in real life, that happens all the time. You let the you let the big moment pass you by. You don't you don't take the risk in the split up. second that you have it, yeah. and it goes away. And you're like, shoot, am I ever going to get that chance again? And I wish that they hadn't had that kiss because this would have been such an. Mm-hmm. Because also in the last episode, you were saying it felt like such a quick switch. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it have been so nice to have all of this lead up? That yeah, like you're saying, every time he looks in Peyton's eyes, he realizes yeah. that he made a difference in her life, and that they're kind of made for each other. And then. Mm. have him wake up. Now we have something else to look forward to, just building that anticipation. Yeah, like what if he'd woken up from this and then said, it's you. I know <laughs> There has you. to be confetti, yeah. you guys. <laughs> there has to be Hillary confetti. Said, that confetti was I don't give a shit about timing. <laughs> Come on, that's even more romantic. That's like devastating that they almost kiss in the confetti, but then the moment doesn't happen. <gasps> oh. Bittersweet. He so. high fives her in that moment where he's just like, "No, <laughs> this has been awesome." I no, am not ready later. to have this conversation. <laughs> no, but it is. It's so cool. Like that would have been great, Joy. You're right. But I will say, I, I just, I can't, I can't let go of how much I love seeing. And you said it. Seeing that the vulnerability, seeing that the way that you show up matters for people. Yeah. You know, it's it's such a beautiful lesson. And you see everybody showing up in this episode in in his twisted way. Dan is showing up for his son and trying to pay penance about his guilt, even though Brooke says, I don't know if we can ever go back. She shows up for Peyton and goes to find her and does work behind the scenes talking to Lucas saying, I need you to take care of my best friend. And unbeknownst to Brooke, Peyton is showing up for her Mm. with Haley. Everyone is really trying to show up. Peyton even shows up just by being vulnerable and asking Brooke, can we be friends again? Peyton, who usually just does everything on her own, she doesn't ask a lot of people for help. To see her asking for what she needs was really nice. Mm -hmm. And it's nice that there's an honesty. It's so clear that these two girls love each other so much. And they're they're just in a bad place. And it's nice to see people who will show up and say, I don't know, but I will be here. There's so many good lessons in this. And Keith offers the space for that. And when you think about it, in our earlier seasons, when Lucas does lose his way and he falls into the popular tropes Mm -hmm. and all the things, as Nathan's becoming the good guy, leaving the popular tropes behind and Lucas is falling into them, it's Keith who who challenges him and says, who are you? What kind of person do you want to be? And now, even though he's gone, it's Keith who's saying to Lucas, look who you are. Look at what you being a good person has done. It's so special. It's weird. You know, when, when we first did the pilot of this show, there was supposed to be this kind of otherworldly element where Whitey is describing everything going on to Camilla, his Mm -hmm. dead wife. Yeah. I missed him in this episode, by the way. 
I know. Yeah, that would have been good to have him in the hospital. I know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. So there's always kind of been this haunting thread in our show that they were really trying to get to, you know, and they got there with this episode. You know, mm-hmm. it turns out that it's not Whitey. It's, you know, Keith is that voice that's in everybody's ear and is watching everything. And part of me wonders if there was some remorse on the executive level about oh, yeah. being, you know, kind of impulsive about getting rid of Craig. You know, he, mm, like, yeah. you don't know what you have till it's gone. And Keith definitely left a void. We needed yeah. that salt of the earth yes. paternal voice. And Keith is the one who allows for Lucas to grow into a version of him. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. You know, the the Lucas-Keith dynamic is so special and the Craig and Chad dynamic is so good. Mm -hmm. And so not only do we as viewers feel the void of Keith, but there's a void for work that Chad gets to do. Yeah. It's Craig. All of a sudden that's gone. And you get him back for an episode and you go, oh my Uh, God. It's mm. not to say that it's not so tremendously special to watch Lucas and Karen. Of course it is. But there's something really magical about yeah we needed him that triangle and you know they lopped a side of it off and it was it was a loss yeah. we felt for a really long time yeah i agree i thought it was interesting watching dan in this episode because Ooh. it made me think about it's interesting seeing someone wrestle for their soul mm. he's made such terrible choices throughout his life and done it in a way where he's clearly built himself in his own mind into a person who is above, I guess, above moral reproach, um, Mm. who also feels that he can get away with a lot of things and um, life life owes him things. Mm -hmm. And so he's built this pattern of behavior, but he's never done, he's never crossed over the line. Like I think a lot of us look at our lives and we're like, well, okay, I may do this and that, but I don't do this or that. You know, <laughs> I haven't murdered like, anyone. Yeah, I'm flawed, but I'm not a sociopath. <laughs> right. And uh, there was a couple things that I thought were interesting. One, I heard something this weekend that was, it was inside every seed. I posted it on my Instagram. Inside every oh, yeah. seed is an entire forest. Um, inside in, basically it's the the possibility of you know any small thing can grow into an entire thing so that could be uh your character development the good things that you do it could be lies gossip it could be anything mm-hmm. and the little seed that was in Dan that grew into all this this forest of horrible behavior and then now he's crossing over into murderer and it's like watching him wrestle with the idea that oh i'm okay doing like dabbling in all these little bad moral things but that doesn't really matter and then he's like, maybe I can get away with murder too. He does it, and now he's in a real legitimate battle for mm-hmm. his soul in a way that he never acknowledged before. Sorry if that was long-winded. Um, no, but the scene- just, I thought it was interesting. I don't have a conclusion about it. I just thought it was so interesting The to moment where Nathan says to him, Dad, you didn't kill anyone. <clears throat> and, you, and Dan had to just sit in it. Like, <sighs> not only did I kill someone, I killed my brother. Yeah. 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 But he's such a cool, this is why I love Dan, because even though we love to hate him, there, there is something so true about the fact that 
we are all human and we are all capable mm-hmm. of wonderful and terrible things. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a mistake, I think, to look at ourselves and go, it's okay. I only do these things and not those things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like anything Listen. can turn into anything else. You have yeah. to be careful. Absolutely. And and what I loved was in that scene, I wrote it down when Nathan says, you didn't kill anybody. And Dan says, in many ways, I'm right where I should be. Yes. He, he's trying to tell Nathan he's at peace with this. And Nathan can't understand because he doesn't know the truth. And it's so, it's, it's riveting to watch James and Paul together in this episode. And it's riveting watching Paul and Craig in that scene in the jail cell. Mm-hmm. Yes. Into it. And Craig, there was something like so on fire in his electric. eyes saying those words, you know, as Keith to Dan, I forgive you. And knowing that it would eat him alive. And it was like, oh, I, I actually caught myself holding my breath during the scene. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to pass out. Because I was just like frozen watching the two of them. It was really, I don't know, as a viewer, it was like very. Well, I liked I liked yeah. that little bit of territorial vibe that Keith was putting out where he was like, yeah, she's yeah. never going to love you, Danny. Like, yeah. cool. I've mm-hmm. been haunting you. I've been little boy Keith to haunt you for all the other yeah. stuff. But now you're coming you from my woman who's carrying my baby. Big yeah. Boy Keith is here now, and Ooh. I'm not happy. And here are my bloody eyeballs, you know? Like, oh. <laughs> I'm terrifying. I love that. Here are my bloody eyeballs. Here are my so bloody good. eyeballs. Yeah, no, he got, he got like, spooky. He got scary. Yeah. And so that duality of ghost Keith, where it's like, I can be the cute little brother that's just, like, kind of irritating, or I could also be, you know, mm-hmm. really terrifying. And you're confined to the cell. There's nothing you can do to get away from me right now. Yeah. What I loved, too, was the use of our sets in this episode. Well, talk about that. Talk about John Asher. John Asher did such a good job. And I said this when we were watching the show, and I just feel like I should say it now Mm because we mean it as a compliment. Like, I I think we were all at a bit of a stage. You know, we were four years in. There were like things that we rolled our eyes about and like Asher and Chad were always setting fireworks off and, sh- yeah. and getting people in trouble. And we were judgy about it. Well, cause and Asher was I, so much younger than any other director yeah, that came around. He was, he was much more of a peer. He was like, if yeah. you had a slightly older brother in college and, yeah. and like, we loved him, but we, I don't know that we knew what a good director he was. Cause he was like, a prankster because he was a boy he was like yeah. chill with us yeah like they were like <laughs> pranking so and we all were like oh my god quit keeping us at work late because you guys are setting stink bombs off in the stages like and now <laughs> watching back at this episode y'all the three of us were just like blown away it's really creative the cuts Mm -hmm. the way that they did these transitions like nathan you know dan with his head bowed down in jail and then it perfectly morphs into nathan with his head bowed at the hospital the way that all of these sets opened into other sets the hospital elevators to the quad like nobody had ever shot our show like this yeah it was so well done so really the moral of the story is in case john asher is listening just please know that we're giving you all your flowers and we're very impressed (laughs) and we'll meet you at the bar john shots on us buy you a beer (laughs) he always takes risks i love that Mm -hmm. about him as a director Mm -hmm. you know that 
they don't always pay off. Like every artist, you get on stage sometimes and you bomb. But if you're taking the risk, at least you know yeah. what works and what doesn't work. And we had uh, a lot of directors who came in and just kept playing it safe because they wanted to keep getting more jobs. And mm -hmm. there's a certain, mm -hmm. you know, you have to keep a consistency of the tone of the show and things like that. So I yeah. liked that they brought him in for an episode where you could take risks and be creative because they knew that he yeah. would. He always yeah. takes the risk. They knew they could trust him to do that. And I mean, I, I kid you not, when that hospital elevator door opened onto the quad, we mm. all gasped. It's yeah. like Wizard like, of Oz. Yeah. It was so cool. And then whatever set turned into the high school hallway, like everything was just so freaking cool and well done. And it it really did make me even, you know, not just watching our show for our podcast, but as an actor and as a director, it really made me feel inspired. It was a nice reminder of what's possible. Yeah. Well, there's a subtle thing that happens in your brain when the rules get thrown out. And it puts you mm -hmm. on a subconscious edge, you know? Mm -hmm. And so when we see the nurses pass through Peyton's bedroom, and mm -hmm. it's like, because we made the comment, it was like the lighting was the same, you know? Like nothing yeah. was off in Peyton's room. The boys were just mm -hmm. kind of being voyeurs watching Peyton and Brooke have that moment. And then these nurses walk through, and that's weird. And we follow the one's head, and all of a sudden we're in the hospital— and really, yeah. like, from those early moments on, we know as an audience that there are no rules, that yeah. literally anything can happen, and so you're glued to it. Because if you miss mm, it, yeah. there's no way to predict what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, and that stuff's, you know, that's fun. That I think everyone from our hair and makeup team to our AD staff to our camera operators, mm -hmm. like, everyone got a real kick out of doing something really different. And this is really when, you know, we, we've been saying it for a while now, season four is when we started jumping the shark all over the place because it was like we played by the rules before and no one paid attention to us. So if we throw yeah. them out, maybe yeah. we're that show. Watch this. Maybe that's yeah. who we are now. <laughs> I don't know. My Wayfair account has been <laughs> guys it's one of those passwords that i just store on my computer because i'm always logging in whether i'm doing something for my house for one of the charities that i work with we're you know we renovated the teacher workrooms at my kids school wayfair is just the best resource for any and all renovation projects I agree. I'm finding a great price on the perfect new piece for your home. It's super satisfying or for a place that you're contributing to. Wayfair is the place to shop for everything home from sofas and beds to dining sets, decor. They have it all. You can find thousands of huge deals site-wide up to 80% off, like Hillary just said. And the selection is pretty unbelievable. I feel like anything I need to find that has to do with home, whether it's faucets for renovations or rugs or outdoor patio furniture or chandeliers or gadgets for your kitchen. It's all there. That's right. You can find everything you need for your living room, outdoor areas, bedrooms, and more. And they have a huge selection of home goods ranging from appliances and area rugs to beds and wall art. And it's all on sale. On sale. Wayfair has something for every home, no matter your style or budget. Don't miss Wayfair's biggest sale of the year to get everything home. Head to Wayfair.com now to shop Wayday for three days only. That's W-A-Y-F-A-I-R.com. Wayday ends May 6th. Friends, we need a second to talk about Squarespace. 
Squarespace has so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of the product features that I love is their asset library. You can upload, organize, and access all of your content from one place. With the new asset library, you're able to manage all of your files from one central hub and use them across the Squarespace platform. They also have flexible website templates, so you can get started with one of their professional website templates with designs for every category and use case. Then you just customize your look, update content, and add features to fit your unique needs. You can make any Squarespace template do what you want, so your idea, your brand, or your business stands out online on every device. Plus, they will make selling your products on an online store a breeze. Whether you sell physical, digital, or service products, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. Go to squarespace.com drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. So I play this little game every morning where I leave the house looking decrepit. And then I drop my children off at school. And then I get to my office and I take out a nice, cute little bag that came with my Thrive Cosmetic order. And with just a couple of products, I'm able to look like a normal, happy, healthy human again. It's incredible. I love these products. Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look. With clean, skin-loving ingredients, their foolproof products make it easy for any skill level to apply. Now, a few of my favorite products include their incredible Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner. It's easy-to-use waterproof pencil, holds like wax, and blends like a powder. Just line brows to give them some structure and create natural-looking strokes of hair to fill in sparse brows. It comes with a spoolie brush to lift and tame brows after applying the pencil, and there are eight shades to choose from that adjust to your natural brow color for a perfect match every time. Now, my other favorite product, I've been talking about this forever, is the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. Their unique formula creates tubes around each eyelash to lengthen them. And it's super easy to remove, you guys. This is my favorite part. It just slides right off with warm water, doesn't leave smudges, doesn't pull your eyelashes out. It's incredible. Its nourishing ingredients support longer, stronger, and healthier-looking lashes over time. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash drama. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash drama for 10% off your first order. I know there's a couple folks out there that don't know what they're doing for this summer yet. Um, so we have that solved for you. We figured it out. You are going to go to CheapCaribbean.com to find deals on all your favorite, all-inclusive destinations, and you're going to spend your summer in paradise. Yeah, guys, come on. Take a break. You work hard. Everybody's working so hard. Mm. Swim up to the bar in Punta Cana or sit with your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun. You can score an extra $175 off site-wide vacations of four nights or more now through June 3rd. Summer is going to be here before you know it. So do your deal and find vacays in your price range at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. It's really cool to see 
you know, not everybody gets to be on a show for as long as we did. And it's really cool to see the risks taken because this risk paid off and was so emotionally charged and touching and thought provoking. And some of the risks when we would jump the shark were just so dumb. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> like, this we did a have thrill. a moment like that in this episode, well, Peyton, <laughs> at the grave. Guys. <laughs> oh, the my morphing. God. The morphing. Okay, let's talk about the morph. <laughs> well, let's talk about the woman. Yeah. Where did you? So you found this woman, you said. You she wasn't cast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this was one of those cool, like, we live in a small town in Wilmington kind of deals. Um, when we shot at the record store, that was towards the beginning of the episode. Um, and... Mm. Like the beginning of the eight the days. Be- of yeah, of our eight days yeah. of filming. And they hadn't cast this woman to play me yet. And so casting had sent a bunch of pictures to John Asher to like, look at these people, see if they look enough like Hillary. And he was going through the pictures on set and I'm looking at them and like, some were like, oh, um, this isn't a very flattering option. Okay, you know, like they're, you're looking at people mm. that are supposed to look like old you, and so we're yeah. going through, and it's like some are okay, some aren't, but like nothing was really hitting, and there was a crowd that had gathered outside, and there was this spicy woman, like spicy, mm-hmm. and she, I think she actually had like red hair, um, and she was outside with her husband, like wearing go-go boots and a mini skirt, and was just Ooh. being like fucking cool. And she's like, what's going on here? And I, you know, I was like outside, probably smoking or something. And I start talking to her and I become fast friends with this woman. And I was like, are you going to be here for a couple days? And she's like, yeah, I'm here for the whole week. And I went inside. I was like, can this woman be me? And we were the same exact height and we had the same exact eye color. And I hate that they put that wig on her because she was like a super sexy woman. And they put this awful wig on her. But I just had a connection with this lady, and that was fun about having John as a director, because it was like, can it be her? And yeah, why not? Make it her. And so so it was cool. She, like, came and hung out in the hair and makeup trailer as they dolled her up, and then my body had to morph in, or her body morphed into mine. It was... What? That Why that? did they do in that? In an episode filled with so many gorgeous transitions, and by the way, I said it a minute ago, when they layered... James and Paul over each other and did the transition, mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. worked. Mm-hmm. Yep. Why couldn't they just have like done a fade from a plate shot of her into you? The morph, the like full Transformers moment, it was yeah. such an emotional scene and it made us all burst out laughing. I, <laughs> you said it. You were like, well, that took me out of any experience I was having. Y'all, I cackled. I mean, that oh was hilarious God. for me, and I did it. I, yeah, <laughs> why didn't they have her bend down to put the flowers in the long black coat? Yeah, and, and then, then Peyton you stand up. Stand up, you know, in a long black coat. But it said Peyton wears no coats in this episode. It's clear that I'm freezing. She's freezing. The whole freezing. episode. <laughs> I could have used the coat at the graveyard. That's because our costume designer was gone, and we yeah. had no, no, we somebody just worked there. Like, so it just fell through the <laughs> cracks. We're coming to get her at the house. First of all, when we leave the state championship, we all have our full cheer uniforms. Yeah. We have the, the the zip ups and the pants under our skirt. Oh, yeah. But then magically, when I come to you, I have no pants, no pants under my mini skirt. You have no sweatshirt. And we leave the house and go to the hospital and you don't grab a sweatshirt, a coat, a purse. Nothing. Anything. You're just standing there in your little tank top looking so cold. <laughs> you guys. I said, I was like, like, I don't know what happened, but the whole f- 
The whole episode for me, Peyton doesn't know what to do with her hands. Like there is, it is just an exercise and <laughs> like, where do I put my arms? <laughs> and there's that moment in the hospital when Brooke and Peyton come in and Nathan's sitting in the lobby and he leaves and, and we, you and I don't know what to do. And we like <laughs> sort of hug, but also not. Like we, it was, Well, because it's like our instinct is to hug each other. And then we're like, oh, wait, sh- no, we're, we're mad. Ugh. Ugh. Yes. So I'll just awkwardly grab your hands and lean into your body. <laughs> <laughs> it worked. I thought it was so realistic and it funny. Worked. That's the thing. It yes. was so real. But by the way, is, okay, hold on. As funny as that is, like I, we do need to say something because what leads to that moment between us is not funny at all. It's Nathan literally saying <sighs> he wished he died in that water. Yeah. And Joy, I think you said it while we yeah. were watching the episode, like, we are not addressing the trauma that this young man has been put through repeatedly all season. Yeah. He he keeps saying, I should have died. I wish I died. Like, this is heavy, heavy stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hillary, you brought this up uh, uh, several episodes ago. It was probably mm-hmm. like a couple months ago, yeah. but that's it was when he was uh, in the race car accident. Yes. Yeah. And n- nobody was really, everybody was like, oh, Nathan's going through a hard time. Uh, nobody was naming it. Yeah. And then he does it again here. And then he does it again, again on the bridge mm-hmm. here. Um, yeah. Yeah, it bothered me that nobody was really dealing with that. Well, I think also at this time, I feel like there was always like, like there was something feminine about teenage suicide, you know, like no one ever would think that like the mm. jock, the, the foot, you know, the captain of the basketball team or whatever would be suicidal. But Nathan right. says over and over and over again, guys, yeah. I want to die. Guys, I want to die. Haley left me. I'm a mess. My parents are a mess. I'm going to take all yeah. these drugs. I'm going to like this kid has been on suicide watch <laughs> since season one and yeah. no one is calling CPS. No one's calling a school counselor. No one's doing anything. They're just like, well, you know. No one's taking him to therapy. Nothing. And and to your point, nobody's naming it. And I think at the time, it was such a big deal to even see a boy on TV talk about his feelings Mm. that people were like, wow. And nobody was taking it the, the next step farther and saying, this is a cry for help. What this person is saying is so Nathan was really the one that needed the journey to see what his impact in life has been and why he matters. I mean, if we're really going to break it down, that, that is probably what was needed, but I I like the way they did it. I just, (laughs) I like, I'm looking at this now going, my gosh, I wish there was some way Nathan could have been incorporated into that or maybe that's his journey over the next few episodes. I'm not sure. Hmm. He had that nice episode a few hmm. a few back when Chad wasn't around, like when Lucas wasn't on the basketball team and the whole episode mm-hmm. focused on Nathan. And he was like in a winning moment and it was fun to watch. Mm-hmm. It was fun to watch him like man up. Um, but they mm-hmm. take him through these really manic highs and lows that mm-hmm. are exhausting as an adult. You know, the, the idea that it's a kid that's navigating this kind of yeah. – um, yeah like the huge difference between the two feelings. You know, this kid grew up in a an unstable, abusive household. It would track. Yeah. 
his dad was obsessed with the highs. Yeah. And like when it wasn't narcissist. high. Yeah. We're going to need and, to have a therapist on the show at some point just to diagnose oh all the characters. Everybody like, gets really diagnosed. But actually, it didn't happen in the nine years of the show. We should do it just once. For our friends at home, um, we would imagine that there are some clinical psychologists, some therapists among you. Um, if you are, will you send us a DM at our show Instagram? Because we really do want to have somebody come and talk about um, where we just weren't going in 06 because we're we're ready to go now. We love talking about therapy. Something that's an, an issue that's raised in this episode that I don't know that it's really answered, but it is an interesting topic because mm-hmm. Lucas brings it up of what's the point of being a good person if bad things happen? And um, it seems really applicable in our society today too. The idea is that if you if you do the right things, if you kind of check the boxes and behave in the right certain ways, that you'll earn the good things that happen in life. Like good good things will happen for you if you do good things. Um, and it's interesting to see a teenager faced with the reality that there really are not any guarantees in life, mm-hmm. and you you can be a wonderful person and still have lots of horrible things happen to you all the time. And you can be a really bad person and have lots of, you know, circumstantially great things happen to you all the time. I mean, there's plenty of people that I, we look at in the world and we're like, how does that person have so many quote unquote good things uh, in their world when we know what a horrible person they are or, or, you know, (laughs) vice versa, the other way around, you know, I mean, we have, Plenty mm-hmm. of friends and people that we love. And I'm sh- I've am felt this way before in my life. I'm sure you guys have too, where you're like, mm-hmm. I'm doing, like, aren't I a good person? Aren't I, like, haven't I earned, like, mm-hmm. to not have all these horrible things just flooding at me over and over? Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting to see a teenager wrestle with that, that there's no well, guarantees. Yeah, and I think, you know, we got that amazing, you know, thread on Twitter from that writer who's yeah. been who's been talking about <clears throat> the journey of this show. Um, you know, Joy, I know you, you're off, but he he wrote this really beautiful article about the things we shared. And I know we talked last week about how it was so surprising to us that that was news because yeah. all the grownups in the room told us we were being babies and it wasn't a big deal. Um, and now you hear the world go, wow, that's really f***ed up. That's a really big deal. And you go, cool. So we were being gaslighted in 2006 <laughs> when the word didn't exist. Great. Um, had a hunch, but everyone told us we were crazy. And, you know, he wrote about how there are people who get upset that we talk about the the experiences and the facts and like what didn't work and what was happening behind the scenes. And, you know, in some of the responses that Hill and I sent since we're still on Twitter, you know, the it all boils down for me to thank you for seeing it and for being willing to really lean into that truth. And that's what we're talking about in this episode is like the good and the bad is inextricably linked. And we were talking to this writer about how, look, for everyone at home, they have this 187 hours, it's 187 episodes that we made over the course of nine years. We did it for a decade of our lives all day, every day, 17 hours a day. It's so much more complicated, the highs and the lows and the great moments that were mixed in with some really terrible ones that, by the way, are in this episode, like it's, that's real life. And I think, I worry sometimes that the detriment of what we see 
you know, the clean episode of television or what you're referencing, Joy, when you look at, you know, what somebody's doing in life on Instagram and it looks really perfect, like it's all the edited moment versus, you know, it's the one hour, the 43 minute episode versus the eight 17 hour days it took to make it. Like we see these compressions and we don't get the whole story. And maybe that's why we love episodes like this so much because they go deeper into what's going on underneath. They get deeper into the idea of a whole story for people, for friends who say, I love you, but I can't be around you. I'll always be here for you, but I don't know if I'll ever feel the same way about you. Like that's so much more real than what we get presented a lot of the times. And maybe that's the reason that episodes like this hit for us. And maybe it's the reason that some of these podcast episodes like trigger like a relief and a truth for a lot of people, because most people don't have these conversations publicly. Have you guys had a, you know, that's a good point about um, Brooke and Peyton, you know, saying maybe, I don't know if I can have the same relationship with you as I did before and stuff. Mm. Um, That's a conversation that's definitely happens a lot in romantic uh, relationships and interactions. Mm. Have you guys had complicated friendships like that where you've had to have conversations like that before i feel like it just doesn't happen a lot in friendships people just kind of like fade they just are like i don't have the energy and they just fade out i have i've drawn boundaries yeah i mean i've broken up with friends um but do you have like the conversations and you really like wrestle it out with them or is it just sort of like it there's an overtime yeah i mean i had a friend that was uh disinvited to my wedding ended up coming last minute and it was because hard. you guys talked about it, yeah. You like worked we talked it out. about it, and then decided even after that, like it's not going to work. It's just not going to work. And we tried. We've been hanging on to something that doesn't exist anymore. And I don't. I don't like your ethics. You don't like mine. We're good, you know. And it, it's a much longer process than we can present in a one-hour TV show, especially if you're both really trying, you yeah. know. Um, but they're they're difficult. They're really Maybe difficult. Maybe in high school that happens more than adulthood. I'm trying to think of it because I feel like, yeah, in high school, your emotions run hot. I don't think I had it so much in high school. Like, I went to school with 55 girls <laughs> Yeah, in my entire class. I would have had it once a week in that environment. I know. <laughs> You're done. You're done. <laughs> you done. Like, you couldn't really have friend breakups because- that Your was environment it. was so small. Yeah. What was more, what became more true for me was, and I and I find this in cycles. Like I've I've definitely had this in romantic cycles. Like I remember being young and being in a really terrible relationship, and then like in my like about ten years later, in my early thirties, I was like, oh, I see what the universe is doing. You know, when you get presented with a challenge to see if you learned a lesson, mm. that's what this is. Mm-hmm. I didn't learn it fast enough, but I see it and that's growth. So says therapy. Great. <laughs> Cycles. You know, and I had a similar kind of a thing, you know, honestly, and how lucky we were that we had each other. But like, guys, we got on TV really young. And yeah. I I had friends from high school who were thrilled, you know, vocally, but emotionally very pissed who wanted me to like take us to the big party or to the event or get us into this thing or get us tickets to this concert. So I would like go home to see my friends from home on the weekends, but then it would turn into this thing of like, Oh, well you just think, and I'm like, I'm confused. Do you want me to call the P 
people to go to the thing that you said you wanted to go to? Or does that make me an asshole? Like what, what is this conversation we're having? And there was a gap of, you know, I'd fly home on a Saturday. We'd all go out and do something fun. I'd come back to you guys on Sunday. And then by Thursday, I'd get a call from a friend at home that everyone was pissed at me. And I was like, I'm not even there. What sucks happening? Yeah. And what I had to realize in my mid twenties was that, you know, like Margot Robbie talked about this and I, I, in Australia, I guess they call it tall poppy syndrome that like everyone's happy with your success until your, your poppy gets taller than theirs. And then they want to cut you down. She gave this great Mm. interview about it. I'm not doing as good a job, but I began to feel that, that it was like, we want, we want you to do well, but not in a way that makes us feel like we're not doing well. Mm. And then I went through a version of that again in my mid thirties with some friends where I had a girlfriend who I, I mean, was like a sister to me who I bet over backwards for who like I, I would bring on jobs with me and like not take a fee. So I could offer my fee to her to cover like a thing she was going through, like big stuff that I was like, I'm happy to do this. I'm in a position where I can do this. Like, sure. Let's go be out there together. And it took me some time to realize that that was like incredibly toxic, that I was being taken advantage of, that I would take her on jobs with me. And then I found out she was trying to deal with like the people I was working for behind my back and, and like literally took a job out of my hands. That's horrible by the way. But did you like confront her and have a conversation and like really hash it out? Or was it just like, you know what? What it was this for is- me was I, we worked on having a conversation for a while and we would schedule something and then she kept bailing. And I was like, I don't know if you're just ashamed of your behavior or if this is not a priority to you, but I'm done. Like I've, I've yeah. used up the runway and what I see the writing on the wall for me. And I wrote her a letter and I wrote it all out. And I was like, this is what has been happening. And when it's written out, it's pretty painful to read. And yeah. I have to own that when I love someone, I will often not look at their negative qualities. And I've played a part in this. I've allowed you to treat me this way, yeah. but I'm not going to do it anymore. And then it took months. And then I got this like long apology letter back that essentially placed blame on everyone but her. (laughs) And I was like, okay, cool. I I just don't have the bandwidth for it. Like I've done the work where I can be like, yeah, I really didn't like that I behaved this way. And I reacted to you this way because of this. And you know, whatever. It's not easy. But I was like, I'm I'm just not, I'm not here for like the excuses. Mm. And and so it's interesting. I don't know. I think it can be easier to maybe stay in a romantic relationship that's not good for you because you love someone. But honestly, I can see where I've done that in friendships too, because I want to believe in the people who've like gotten into my heart. And what I've had to come to at this stage in my life is, yeah, there's some people who've burned me, but like the love I have with the people who love me is so special Like I look at our friendships. I look at, you know, I look at my best friends at home in LA, like we would do anything for each other, Mm -hmm. like anything. And I wouldn't want to have loved the wrong people less if it meant missing out on the love I have for the right people like this. But yeah, it blows when you like really get there. And it's it's wild to see high school girls modeling on our show, this conversation, I'm going to show up for you. And I don't know if I'm ever going to feel the same way about you. I'm like, yeah. damn, imagine if we had known how to do that when oh. we were 16. Oh, my gosh.
I know there's a couple folks out there that don't know what they're doing for this summer yet. Um, so we have that solved for you. We figured it out. You are going to go to CheapCaribbean.com to find deals on all your favorite, all-inclusive destinations, and you're going to spend your summer in paradise. Yeah, guys, come on. Take a break. You work hard. Everybody's working so hard. Mm. Swim up to the bar in Punta Cana or sit with your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun. You can score an extra $175 off site-wide vacations of four nights or more now through June 3rd. Summer is going to be here before you know it. So do your deal and find vacays in your price range at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. Okay, friends, we are here to help you out. Mother's Day is May 12th. That means it's fast approaching. So instead of scrambling last minute this year, Hillary and I think you should try Macy's for your Mother's Day gifts. Oh, we sure do. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. You can shop by price, like $25 and under to $100 and under, categories like fragrance, handbags, and more, or their gift lists like for the mom who has everything, or for grandma, or for gifts that are already wrapped. Macy's is making it so easy on you. Find top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frame, Polaroid cameras, Samsung smart TV, the frame, which I have a couple of, love them. They're all at macy's.com slash gift finder. Head on over to macy's.com slash gift finder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. So therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. Mm. I've had um, plenty of times in my life and seasons where I have needed a safe space where I could just uh, know that there was no judgment. I could just sort of dump out whatever I was thinking. And sometimes mm -hmm. even just hearing myself say things out loud made it mm -hmm. easier to go, wait a second, actually, I don't believe that. Why am I carrying that narrative around in my brain? But yeah. it doesn't always feel easy to say that kind of stuff to friends or people you're in relationship with. So I love therapy for that reason and many more. I do too. I totally agree, especially because therapy is a dedicated chunk of time. Like for me, it's an hour a week where I really focus on my self-care. It's like, I think of it as a, you know, gym for my brain and my heart. And it's so important mm. to take care of yourself in that way. And like you said, Joy, you can't always unburden on your friends. And I think a lot of us sometimes don't talk about what's going on with us because we feel guilty asking somebody yeah. to help us work through something. But that's literally a therapist's job. And I think that's why it works so well. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com drama today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash drama. Oh gosh, I'm so excited whenever we get these offers. I love using my coupons that I virtually clip out for Thrive because they have all these options of things that I can't find in my local grocer. And the one thing everyone has to do is grocery shop, right? So why not do mm -hmm. it from the comfort of your couch? And for me, that's where Thrive Market comes in. Totally agree. Thrive Market is my go-to for all of my grocery and my household essentials. And the convenience of getting everything online and then quick ship to my doorstep, huge time saver. I love that Thrive Market carries brands with 
the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. And I use their online filters to suit my lifestyle needs. So whether you're looking for organic kid snacks or low sugar alternatives or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks to make simpler, healthier swaps. Not only do we all save time shopping as Thrive Market members, but I love that I save money on every single grocery order. I mean, on average, it's over 30% savings every single time. Whether that's pantry staples, like you said, like, you know, peanut butter and coconut oil, or I am getting the gluten-free snacks I'm actually supposed to be eating. It really (laughs) makes a big difference. (laughs) When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. So save time and money. Shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com slash drama for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash drama. Thrivemarket.com slash drama. Well, what I like about that scene, because I remember shooting that scene like it was yesterday. Before we even watched the episode, I was like, mm-hmm. do you remember the bridge? We were under the bridge. Yeah, you was, did. The bridge, the bridge, the bridge, the bridge. Yeah, 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 I just, I have such strong memories of that because it was kind of a pain in the ass to get on that ledge. Like yeah, we had to like hard. climb a ladder and some shit and it was really cold. And <laughs> and you had to like try to not fall over the front and break your neck. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Don't fall in. <laughs> But what I liked about it is that Brooke shows up and starts talking about everyone else. It's like, Ellie, your mom, Haley, Lucas, mm-hmm. let's talk about anything other than the elephant in the room. And Peyton just turns around and looks at her in the eyes and is like, you. Yeah. The loss of you is killing me. And mm-hmm. centers Brooke. And so Peyton is like a shit friend a lot of the time. But she centers Brooke in a way mm-hmm. that... I know I wish I had friends that would do that sometimes, you know, where it's like, okay, cool. We can, we can talk about all of the noise. We can talk about all of the peripheral things just to have a conversation that's easy or like we could cut to the quick and let's do that. And, you know, yeah, I, Peyton loves Brooke, like, so much. <laughs> it's, it's so I know. Nice. I love That's it. so good. But do you feel like, so when you think about that, because you're identifying something in that conversation, that that ability to cut to the quick and tell the truth, like, when you've gone through a friend breakup, because I do feel like that's part of your question, right, Joy, is, like, do you, have you grown into being able to do that, to just yeah, like, is say it, the thing and I, do yeah, it, just, or or do you let it fizzle, like, you know, because it's too hard? I usually say the thing, throw a grenade, and then disappear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's I'll hilarious. say it, but then I'll make it hurt, and then I have to turn into mess. <laughs> wow. So, so essentially, you're bringing it back to Asher and Chad and their smoke bombs. Yes, you yes. smoke bombs. Yes. And you leave. There's going to be a little bit of theatrics, girls. Oh Come God. on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's hard. Once you've been burned... Like when you've been betrayed in that sort of a way where the rug has been pulled out from under you, Mm -hmm. yeah, you have a very strong alarm bell that goes off around dishonesty. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Around, you know, when, like, if you lie to my face, you could tell me you need help. Like, I don't know. I I know the adage is like burying a body. And then I'm like, that that might be a dark example. Like, I think it's funny. And then I'm like, that's not funny. You know what I mean? When when people ask that question, like, if you had to bury a body, who would you call? Right. Like, call me. I'm, 
whatever the crisis guys, is. Guys, I've got a bobcat. I've got the farm equipment go. for it. You know? <laughs> like, I, but, but Drama man, queens. Murder cleanup. Me? I don't know, man. Yeah. Well, like, my I, betrayal is on screen in this episode. Fucking. Oh, baby. <laughs> Want to talk about abusive relationships. I didn't uh, know if we were going to talk about it. Okay. Let's just get it I out of the way. To. Honestly, I've yeah. been like white hot, like like my palms would feel gross. Uh, our boss cast himself in our show, and he mm-hmm. cast himself in a role that I would have to interact with as this mm-hmm. like sage, you know, wise man that runs the record store. And first of all, he's a terrible mm-hmm. fucking actor. He's a terrible looking man. And to be super petty, um, it was a missed opportunity. Because yeah. you guys said yeah. we could have had somebody awesome come in and play yeah, like that a mu- part. Sophia, you said it like a musician. How cool would it have exactly. been to have like I want to re- jump in here for a minute because you know there's going to be some troll who says that you're criticizing him because you of your personal experience that our boss was such a bad actor. He's not a bad. He's not an actor. And so Hillary, you are carrying this beautiful scene. You're looking for something as a kid, like, and and music is such a healer. It sure. really, really is mm. like you want to you want to get something new and get in your car and turn it up and scream and cry and have the experience that only a good record can give you. And you are carrying this scene as Peyton searching for something to unlock the the feelings she has like brimming out of her. Yeah, you find something else to articulate about. what you're feeling. Yeah. And you're opposite this loser. <sighs> who can't act, who like for people at home and any of our friends who, you know, are also in this industry, you know what it's like when you go to an audition and the casting director is like out for the day. So they have some assistant sitting opposite you who you're supposed to do this like intensely emotional scene with. And the person's reading the paper going, well, I thought that that was actually a very bad idea. And you're like, (laughs) somebody help me. Or even worse, someone who's actually (laughs) trying to act, but they're really terrible at it, which is more distracting. (laughs) Well, maybe that's what was happening in our episode. Like, There's no reaction. Like even when James breaks the record, there's no like startle. There's there's nobody home. And you guys are doing (laughs) these big scenes. There's nobody home. And you're doing these big scenes. And the only thing that this creepy older man says to you is, do you remember what you were looking for the first time you came in here? Why does a grown man remember what a teenage girl was looking for 10 years ago at a record Right, store. like he's been there the whole time. Like he's the guy that we always go to to have a conversation no. with about art. The whole thing was gross. He also had just given me that iPod in real life yeah. that he had preloaded with a hundred songs. And they yeah. were all like kind of, they were songs like Little Miss Can't Be Wrong and like songs to kind of put me in Ugh. my place a little bit or just kind of. They were. They all had a code. They all had a mm. message, and so to then have that kind of meta feeling of it being put in the show, yeah, I just felt like I was being beat over the head with this. Like, okay, I get it. Can yeah, I go? You home had to now? suck it up and just stand there, and I felt so bad for you watching that. Like yeah. knowing that you're, again, we're so young, and to have that put on your shoulders of stand there and do this scene and be a professional. With this person who's been actively abusing you. That's not okay. Well, no. we made the best anyway. of it. I, was, I bet I was real perky on set that day. I bet but I was a way, trooper. You did I make know the you best were. of it. But yeah. I think what is hard and what's important for folks at home to remember, because some, some of what feels obvious to us because we lived it for so long, 
isn't always to other people, but you know, there's 200 people on a set. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people whose livelihoods and families depend on that job. And our job, no matter what is happening in our lives or how hard it is or traumatizing, what kind of loss you're going through, somebody in your family could have died and it doesn't matter. You have to get up and show up at exactly the time you're supposed to be there. There are no sick days. Like it's, it's just not like that. And you had to come in and you had to do your job regardless of all of the ways that you were being poked and prodded by that adult. And you, you not only came in, I mean, I, we watched you do it for years. You came in and entertained the crew and made everybody feel happy. And you acted your face off in that scene. And again, the person you were acting opposite across from had, there was nobody home. Nothing was going on. You weren't being given any inspiration. I wanted it to trade places with Joy in this <laughs> episode. I see Joy with that head bandage <laughs> laid up. She's got a, one foot up. I'm like, God dang, how do I get that job? But also- so I, How many times did you take a nap in the hospital bed? <laughs> the whole time. The whole time. I don't know why. I we, was, we were joking about, I don't know why I was being punished for something, which is why I ended up with, you know, not able to really be in the episode, but also uh, was in crutches for the rest of the season, I think. Um, but yeah, no, I, I mean, it was nice. It was nice to have a break, I guess. I was like, all right, I'll take it. I didn't really, <laughs> I'm getting paid. <laughs> didn't really get to me. I was like, fine. Yeah. Pay me to sleep here on set. That sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> if you notice, Daniil's not in the episode. She kept getting right. taken away from her. Um, Peyton is, <laughs> God, I, don't know, I had to deal with yeah. dipshit. Um, you <laughs> got violently hit by a car. Like, if they thought that with violence that against horrendous. women was their ticket to the Oof. male audience, they have doubled oh down God. on that Haley hit. And at least you, you got know, to be goth, Sophia. That was so fun. Oh my gosh, goth Brooke. I need to that see more goth Sophia. Like, please, it. please do a red carpet goth look one day. I really oh, want to see that. I would love to. Honestly, it's like, you know, when when you see, and I know it's become like a weird social media frenzy gross thing but like the the iconography of what the met ball is and like the exhibitions of historical fashion and and yeah like before it became like an instagram event <laughs> i just find it like i have found it to be so influencer like 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 the fact that you that you can have an alive museum is the coolest thing in the world to me. Oh yeah. And and you know, sometimes they do Performance those performance art. Like there was a there was a year, I don't remember what the theme was, but like some I don't even remember who he was. Some guy went in like a full like uh metal sleeve and glove that looked like something that, you know, from from the Catherine the Great era, like like warrior uh armor, you know? Um I find that all to be so cool. And I'm like, man, if there was a theme at something like that. Like if the Met Ball theme was Hot Topic. <laughs> hot Topic at the yes! Met. There it is. That's like, what I, I want. Would do the full, I Dying. want that. I want like hot all the piercings, the all the things. I remember gluing. <laughs> I had to glue all of Brooke's piercings on, on like the lips and nose and the bridge and the thing. And it was oh so fun. So and fun. and what we tried to go for with the, with the wig was to not have it be so overt, but when you find out at the end of the episode that Brooke has gone dark, she's never forgiven herself. She blames herself in this alternate reality for Peyton's death. We wanted goth Brooke to be a reference to Pangel 
like mm. a super long wig. That yeah. Was, you know, we didn't do the gray. We did all black. We did the fishnets. And then we did the eye makeup. Um, we actually looked at old imagery. See, this is where like the history of fashion is cool to me. We looked at old imagery of sad clowns, like creepy old French clowns. What? We did that like sad clown thing that I they would that do in spent red, the time with this. but we did it in black for the eyes. So it looked like she had these like gothic tears oh, yeah. coming out in the middle of her face. Like Harlequin look. Yeah. Really, really, yeah. It was yeah, really Harlequin. fun. I also, but I love that our writer's room knows so little about being goth that they were like, oh yeah, one tragedy will do it. Like, goth is something that is like put in you as a little seed when you're seven years old and it blooms like in middle school. That's your forest. That's your goth forest. forest. (laughs) Goth forest is not an overnight growth, guys. No. It's also funny to me because like I have some friends, like, you, I mean, you guys know Kenny like, yeah. and friends at home. My best friend, Kenny, is like deeply entrenched in the punk scene, has been in like was in a punk band that played in sewers in high school. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> like, Kenny's caller ID on my phone is him with like a 12 inch mohawk. <laughs> yeah, it's like punk and goth and all of those like very specific uh, <laughs> avenues. Like it's not a one hit wonder, but whatever. I had to do it. And so I really wanted yeah, to. Yeah, and you it. made it cool. Yeah, and we wanted to have this reference to like Dark Peyton in yeah. in Dark Brook. Yeah, we should have and just like, stayed dark. Honestly, that would have been so fun. Do you get more than one line next episode, Joy? Do you get to say I more don't than? Know. I mean, Hi. Haley <laughs> Haley's parents never show up. Still, like what she's in hell? a like. What does it take for this girl's parents to show up in her life? Uh, maybe they're, they're hanging just, out like, with my dad. Just talking about oh, those kids back in Tree Hill getting almost raped and almost killed. It's so yeah, easy. boy, they really got to learn how to look out for themselves. You yeah. know what I mean? Like we got to teach these kids personal responsibility. They got to toughen up. Toughen like, up. They don't need to go to therapy. <laughs> That's what needs to be happening. Y'all need to come home. They need to have parents in their house, and they oh, need to go to counseling. I have two honorable mentions for this uh, for this episode, hmm. which is uh, James showing up with his amazing emotional work. I mm-hmm. thought he did oh. such a great job. Yeah, um, and uh, and the soundtrack I thought was really really good in this one too. There mm-hmm. were some. I would love to just have a soundtrack of this episode because it seemed like every song I was into. Yeah. So. I just wanted to I agree. share my opinion and, about those two things. And you know what? In the honorable mention category, we need to talk about our camera crew. Yes. Because what they were able to do with the director's vision was incredible. Mm-hmm. And we we all talked about at the end when, you know, when they begin to do the zoom in on Lucas still unconscious in the hospital. And then you go back into Tree Hill High with Lucas and Keith. Mm-hmm. And Keith keeps moving around, like he's popping all over the place. And that that shot does not cut. It's this beautiful rotating steady cam shot. That's like choreographing ballet. It is so oh, it's complex so hard to so do hard that to do. with a whole crew and a bunch of actors and and the camera operator wearing the steady cam rig. It's a major undertaking. And they did it so beautifully. Yeah. It was it was really great. So honorable mention there as well. Well, Keith just repeating himself. He repeats himself yeah. to Dan. I mm-hmm. forgive you. I forgive you. I forgive you. And that's going to mm. be the thing that rings in Dan's ear for a while. Yeah. And then he repeats to Luke over and over again, open your eyes, open your eyes, open your mm. eyes. And I don't know if you guys have ever been visited by a dead friend 
in a dream, mm-hmm. but I have. And oh, yeah. it, I cried in this episode, not mm-hmm. because I was affected by the episode, but because my visceral memory of that dream mm-hmm. with my mm-hmm. friend is still so mm-hmm. like, it's so tangible. It's wow. so real that yeah. anything can trigger it. You know, yeah. it, a, an episode of a teen drama can trigger it. And it's like, I can smell my friend. Yeah. And wow. the because I, when it happens, it's in your bone, like it's yeah. in your bone and it stays forever. The idea that Luke is going to wake up and have that, have that static yes. electricity cling on him from yeah. Keith and the visit. I'm mm-hmm. excited to see like where that goes. The look yeah, of recognition it, in his eyes when he opened his eyes mm-hmm. in that hospital bed, not just yeah. of, it, it was so, oh, he did such a great job with that. He yeah. opened his eyes and it was like, you knew exactly in that moment that he, he knew, knew. He knew something. He knew Dan killed Keith. Uh-huh. He knew it. It was like uh-huh. he had the information. Chad did a good job. Oh, it was really, really, nice. really great. And you know what else I loved? Because you brought it up in the one that I actually wrote down, the thing that Keith keeps saying is, it's okay, just breathe. It's going to be okay. And you learn that that's what he said to Nathan in the water and that that's what he's saying to Lucas. And he says yeah. it to Nathan and he says it to Karen. Every And you realize yeah. when he says, when when Luke is almost in tears saying, I don't want you to go. And he says, I'm with you every day. Ugh. You realize Keith is with these people mm. and that's what did it for me. I like, I yeah. could cry right now. Yeah. That's what brought me back to my own experience, like waking up in tears from a dream or or a or an in-between place like a visit lost yeah and you go oh like i feel it on the insides of my bones yeah it's re- it was really beautiful that's awesome we all need mm. a visit with the best all-inclusive vacation deals to mexico and the caribbean booking your getaway with cheap caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply just want to soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Sunscape Resorts and Spas and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Okay, friends, we are here to help you out. Mother's Day is May 12th. That means it's fast approaching. So instead of scrambling last minute this year, Hillary and I think you should try Macy's for your Mother's Day gifts. Oh, we sure do. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. You can shop by price, like $25 and under to $100 and under, categories like fragrance, handbags, and more, or their gift lists like For the mom who has everything, or for grandma, or for gifts that are already wrapped. Macy's is making it so easy on you. Find top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frame, Polaroid cameras, Samsung smart TV, the frame, which I have a couple of, love them. They're all at Macy's.com slash gift finder. Head on over to Macy's.com slash gift finder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant makes navigation a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while you're on the road. 
work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Hey, it's your drama queens, and we're here to tell you that choking is the fourth leading cause of accidental deaths. So let's talk about LifeVac. It is a life-saving airway clearance device, which has saved over 1,500 lives. LifeVac is the easiest, safest, and only non-invasive choking rescue device that can save the life of your loved one. Visit LifeVac, L-I-F-E-V-A-C dot net and enter promo code DRAMAQUEENS to save 20% and secure your home kit today. Well, we have a listener question. From Nicole, mm, who says, so many of the River Court boys have nicknames. We've got Mouth, Junk, Skills, Fergie. Does Lucas have a River Court nickname? I don't believe so, but if he did, what would it be? That's like a pretty Excellent boy. Excellent point. You think pretty yeah. boy? <laughs> yeah. Totally. Be pretty boy. Yeah. I feel like like Skills has called him all, all sorts, all manner of things. Um, but at this moment... I can't recall any of them. I would use the nickname from the Sandlot, Squints, because we always teased teased Chad about kind of that blue steel broody look. And Squints is my favorite Sandlot character. Well, that's why they started calling him Broody. Broody. Remember, they started calling me Cheery and you Broody? Or him Broody? Was it me Cheery or you Cheery? Wait, I can't remember I've never been Cheery in my life, so it was definitely you. (laughs) I I was like, wait, was that like a sarcastic thing that they said to Peyton about Cheery? I'm going to start calling you that, Hillary. You were Cheery? Hi, Cheery. No, but that's why. Like, one of the writers, you know, put that in an episode, and they started calling Lucas Broody. Broody. Squints is funny. Squints and skills. That's funny. Squints and skills. And I like squints it. Squints feels more like mouth junk. Like it's it, it's more of a it's mocking. Yeah, yeah. On a name, you nailed it. Good one. Well done. Oh uh, wait, you guys! Thank you so much for joining us for this one. What a great episode! Mm-hmm. If, if you didn't watch it and you're just kind of listening to our podcast because you like hearing our voices in your car or your living room, <laughs> sorry. Um, <laughs> thank you. But also, we recommend going back to watch this one and the last one. They're really yeah. really special ones. These are really powerful, for sure. Um, ladies. Do we want to spin the wheel? I would like to spin the wheel. Spin the wheel. Spin the wheel. Honestly, I'm feeling so emo that I was like, okay, I love you guys. I'll see you next oh week. God. You I guys, I'm so emo. I just sat on my phone last night and watched my chemical romance music videos. So this, no. <laughs> this episode came at the right time. <laughs> oh my God, I love it. Most likely to host their own TV talk show. Oh, uh, um, Erica Marsh. Well, maybe actually, maybe it's not Erica Marsh. Maybe it's Catherine Bayless, yeah, and a different character. Wait, but didn't Daniil or Dan have a talk show after I left? Yeah, yeah, yeah he was, was like a Tony thing. Robbins. Oh, yeah, that's so dark. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> I know, <laughs> right? Yeah, interesting. Dan had one. But we, I all- think Catherine Bayless would totally host her own Hi, TV y'all. show, and she'd be great at it. Yeah, she's a party I'm, man. I want to see that right now. Mm-hmm. Just like Southern stuff with Catherine would be <laughs> my favorite show. She just do fun stuff like oh these flowers, y'all. Done. Yeah. Why? Why doesn't she have a podcast at least? Mm. Yeah, I, I find that needs it, it'd be like designing women, but real. Yeah. 
Oh, I would love yeah. that. I don't know, guys. I I love a talk show. Like, I just think they're the most fun. Getting to hang. I mean, that's why I started my podcast. Like yeah. back in 2019, I was like, I just want to talk to people every day. Yeah, what man. a cool yep. thing. And like now we get to do it. I don't know. That might be like a later, a later in life thing that I just want to do. I can see that I'm happening. I'm into it. What character though? What character would do this? I mean, I know Paul, well, Dan did it. So it feels like the obvious answer. But yeah, I could totally, I, I guess maybe now that you've said it, like I could see Erica Marsh being the like local news, mm-hmm. you know, in the morning. Mm-hmm. She would just be so cute. Also like Erica and Mouth being well, like yeah, Mouth GMA co-anchors right? together. <gasps> OMG. Yes. Erica Marsh and Mouth hosting morning television. I live for this. Yeah. <laughs> Wake up, like, Tree Hill. Wake up, Tree Good Hill. Morning. Good morning. I'm dying. I love it. Um, love what do we that. have next week? Uh, yeah. Next episode, season four, episode 11, everything in its right place. Wow. Finally, not oh, a title. That's great. Uh, we earned Joyce. it, girls. Ominous. Are we, fi- are we finding our happy again? Oh. Happy place. Everyone's out of their coma. We did it. Yay. (laughs) Everybody lives. You get a life. You get a life. (laughs) Dup. Okay. Like Oprah. A life for you. A life for you. I love you. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, thanks for listening. Don't forget to leave us a review. You can also follow us on Instagram at dramaqueensoth or email us at dramaqueens at iheartradio.com. See you next time. We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl, drama girl, cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens, smart girl, rough girl, fashion but you're tough girl, you could sit with us girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens. Drama, drama queens, drama queens. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply just want to soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, cheap Caribbean vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Sunscape Resorts and Spas and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Boy, I've spent definitely a significant amount of time in therapy in my life. And I think there's just so many layers to life that can be hard to navigate and having somebody there to just talk through things really makes it makes the days easier sometimes. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. I don't know about y'all. I love the holidays and they also stress me out. (laughs) Yesterday, I was trying to get everybody's gifts wrapped and I just needed a second. I was on my fourth paper cut and I was like, okay, take a walk around the house, (laughs) calm yourself down. And you know what I did? I went and got myself a cookie. 
and I felt better. So all I'm saying <laughs> is if you're tired or besieged by paper cuts, I think you deserve a cookie too. I agree. Guys, Keebler <laughs> Sandies are buttery. They're shortbread cookies made with delicious ingredients like cranberries, pecans, and almonds. And each Keebler Sandy shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by those cute little Keebler elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth. When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies. It's the perfect treat that'll keep you going. Next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for a Keebler Sandies shortbread cookie to enjoy a simple moment of comfort. You guys, have you heard about Squarespace? You must have, because I talk about it all the time. Their website has helped me with my businesses, but it will also help you grow your business. And it really does take the guesswork out of building a website. They have so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of our favorite product features is the Fluid Engine. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with a best-in-class website template and then customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. Stretch your imagination online with Fluid Engine built in and ready to go on any new Squarespace site. Go to squarespace.com slash drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain.